Hot Takes or Toes brought to you by Jerry Signer Cadillac. Check out the bold new lineup of Jerry Signer Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. Question of the day. Wow, what an offensive explosion. Give us your reaction to game two. That's really not a question. Okay, what is your It's a reaction? demand. Give us your reaction to game two. That speaker said, what now? is your reaction? <laughs> 855-340-ZONE. Old school on the phone. Or, because you don't want to wait on hold, just grab your phone, use the app, use the open mic feature, send us your take. We'll get it on the air. I thought it was exactly what these guys needed. Now, I didn't expect that type of explosion offensively from both teams, so that was a little surprising. But that's precisely the game that I wanted. I wanted them to come out and see Mitchell in his familiar role, which he was, and uh, have a nice lead. But I didn't want it to be a blowout. I wanted to be. I wanted them to be challenged because I think that's like the best experience for you to keep your edge. And not thinking, oh, well, we got our guy back, man. We're just going to roll. So we saw with Memphis just scoring virtually at will in the beginning of the third quarter and extending virtually the whole quarter, for that matter. I mean, it was just 15 amazing. 15 straight possessions. Yeah, and, 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 to, to open. To, to open, open the quarter. Right. And they missed. They only missed like two shots, but they got the offensive board and scored yep, correct. on those. It was just it was staggeringly incredible to watch them. And John Moran is just a player. There's no doubt about it. And think about him. He's wildly athletic and can hang and has hang time and all. But he's also crafty. Normally when we say crafty, we think of somebody who's unathletic. Well, because he can sort of pick his way and pick his spots and get to where he wants to go. And yep. and, and so that that's a that's a you got to have a brain for the game in that situation, too. And so he certainly appears to have that because he's not just relying on his incredible athletic ability, which he has, too, but he also has the wherewithal and the smarts to read the D and figure out where he needs to be and get his shots off. And it's very, very impressive in that way, obviously, when you're scoring that many points and getting the line that many times. But I thought for the Jazz perspective, this is precisely what they needed. They needed a hard-fought game, and they needed to get some reinforcement. They're really good. When they're doing what they're doing, they're good. Clarkson still can't buy a three. The only one he made, well, I think he banked. And he I did. Know, I know he banked. But I think he's only he's like 1 of 14, 1 yep, of 15 or that's something. that's it. 1 for 6 after yeah. an 0 for 8. Well, that's great. That's good news. Because the tide's going to turn on that. He's got to make a second one at some point. Yeah, I think he will. And so he got himself to the line, though. And that's you got to love that. And that's what I wanted. And that's what I said the, uh, yesterday, or uh, I guess it was Monday now, uh, because they played Sunday. Is that I was surprised on Bogdanovich was not doing what we'd seen him do the entire time Mitchell was out and getting down low and trying to uh, Barkley style back his man down and then using his ability probably his height advantage to get shots, and we saw that early. I would have liked to have seen that early on Sunday, but we saw it early last night, and I think that's important for him because he's established himself as that. So go ahead and use that because it's a weapon and it's a skill that you have available to you. Okay, so I thought watching the game that uh, you were thinking this, you had talked about it, and so I just wondered, did you call Quinn and tell him, or did Quinn call you and say, this is the adjustment we have made. Talk about it, but don't use my name. <laughs> or you read basketball for dummies, forwards and backwards, and now you just think like NBA coaches, and you don't actually have any communication with them. Which is it, A, B, or C? D, none of the above. Oh, man. I went from a much higher power than Quinn Snyder. 
I did have a couple holes with Dwayne Wade. There it is. Yeah. You snuck on the back nine, huh? Hey, Dwayne, what's hey, up? Hey, Dwayne, mind if I play through? You laugh, but there's going to be a time I'm going to tee it up with Dwayne Wade. That a kid. And you know how you're going to do it, too. You're going to be the one because Dwayne Wade wants to golf with Mike Weir. And you're going to use your connections and make it happen. So we're, hey, I'm the fourth. I'm it's, right now. It's going to happen. So you scoff at me. You see, and both of you, both of you scoffed at me. There's no I, scoffing. I called it. Both you won't deny it because you know that's the card you're going to have to play to no, make it happen. To be clear, I didn't scoff. I said I just want in on the force. No, zone. you scoffed. Both of you scoffed when I never. You're like Jordan. You're making stuff up When now. I never learned the text line, you scoffed at me. That's true, but that's different. And We're not I scoffing turned now. out at the end of the text line, I was right. Hey, 64636 to you, buddy. Still don't know it. Keyword zone, and then you're missing. And we don't have it anymore. <laughs> I was right on that. I'm going to play golf one day with Dwayne Wade. You mark my mother would say, mark, mark my, my words. words. And I thought, oh, brother, here you go. A bag of hot air, if you wonder where I got it from. It was her all the way. The Italian, the little, little Italian pistol, that's what she was. <laughs> You know, Bill Parcells is half Irish, half Italian. I've heard that a time or two. You might have brought that up. His mother's name was Ida. I think I did know that because I think you brought it up once a long time ago. <laughs> so was mine. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm sure she was a pistol, too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's quiet and laid back. Yeah. If there she was one, to go to the I be- haven't met one yet. She liked to go to the beach with an umbrella and a book and not At talk least to not out of my day. family. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that uh, this is what this team needed. And it got the job done. Now it's just one. You know, they're not resting by any stretch. But I didn't necessarily need to have a sign of hope, but I got it in spades, man. And I'm real fired up for these next two games. They get at least one, if not both. I agree that they get at least one. Is it more likely that they win both or neither? Yeah, probably the both. I don't really see him going there and losing twice. Well, if you put it that way, that's I would go in that direction too. But that's sort of a made-up question. Yeah, uh, but I don't discount Memphis, you know, because I never dis- did, that, did that, discount. I think that the, I think the split is most likely. They've got players. I think the split is always most likely. I just think all the people who picked the Jazz in five are thinking, I didn't know, I didn't know you were going to bench Mitchell right there before game one and lose that one and give it away. All right, but that's over now. Yeah. So uh, and he's back and. And he said he uh, last night he would see how he looked to, to, to how it felt uh, today, but you know they've got uh, a couple days off, so as long as it's not broken, <laughs> he's probably going to play on uh, on Saturday. So I mean it's not a quick turnaround. They have a couple of days off. The Lakers and the Suns have gone every other day, but the Jazz and Grizzlies aren't. They don't go every other day until uh, I know they play Saturday Monday. The Saturday Monday Wednesday. Yeah. So at that Friday, point, so once, we, yeah, once we get to game four, so that gives him a nice couple days to uh, relax and rehab, whatever he needs to do. So certainly in my mind, and I think in everyone else's mind, he's playing Saturday, and uh, it's, it's looking up for them because Memphis is going to give him a test. So these guys have an edge, and that's good because I think that – uh, the, the more you can succeed when you're tested, the better off you're going to be. Because I think this is the way it's going to be uh, however long this lasts. First round, second round, third round, NBA Finals, I think they're going to face a test 
the entire way because there's a lot of quality teams in the West, and we know whoever comes out of the East, if they should get that far, that will be a test too. So the more tests you can pass, the better off you're going to be. Well, the only series that aren't quality tests are the ones that the one, two, and three seeds in the East are playing right now. Right, and they get they're, cake they're pummeling because people because there's a big difference in yeah. talent from the top to the bottom. I don't think there's a significant difference in the talent level. I think the Jazz have more talent. Memphis has talent. Memphis is one of these teams I've been talking about all season that virtually any game you look at any team and they've got players that can go off. They just don't have enough of them. Yeah, but they got one more than they had most of the season because Jackson only played 11 games and now he's back. Yeah, I don't know that he can go off, but but he's a nice player for them and he's got some size and, and whatnot. So, yes, uh, that, that, that's the reason why I thought that they would be more dangerous than the Warriors because the Warriors that, the, the Warriors that you were facing were intact. They really hadn't had anybody. You can argue they lost players now. Maybe that ended up helping them when they lost players. But nevertheless, they were who they were, whereas Memphis getting Jackson back was going to be a significant addition to their lineup. He's a high pick and a starter and all that stuff. And Morant clearly has upped his game. <laughs> He's loving his national breakout, so to speak, uh, right now. Uh, and he's phenomenal. Yeah, nothing more you can say beyond that. But the Jazz have more of that. They have more firepower than the uh, Grizzlies have at this time. We always talk about the uh, baseball stats. You know, something will happen, and then ESPN's research department or Elias Sports Bureau or somebody comes up with the last time, and these records for things we didn't even know were records. John Morant set a record for most points in a playoff game by a player before the age of 21. Cool. Did you even know there was such a thing? I didn't. Le- LeBron at 45, and he got 47. And he's only the fifth guy to get 40. Magic in the finals. and Greatest game by an individual player ever in the history of the sport. Yeah. Tracy McGrady's on the list with a big game early. So there you go. So, jaw, historic, and yet the Jazz survive it and win. Although I did hear, uh, you know, the post game show, and then they got uh, the overtime post game show, and uh, and they were talking about uh, this is shades of what happened with Jamal Murray. So how many more of these does John Morant have in him? You wouldn't think somebody's going to average forty seven points, but if he's got one or two more breakouts like this in it, the Jazz survived it at home last night. But this could be what powers Memphis to a second win or a third win. And the longer they're in a series as an underdog, the more confidence they get, yada, yada. We know the storyline. Well, Demetrius is a player. There's no question about that. That's his real first name, Demetrius. And, but the Jazz can match that and exceed that, which is what they did. I like that Memphis tested them. All right, DJ and PK, we got to take a break. Your feedback coming up. Grab your phone, use the open mic on our app, and you can send Yak your audio. We'll get you take game two. Joe Ingles is here at 9.05 this morning. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network.
Dylan Brooks back cut to Morant going to dunk on Gobert, and he gets <laughs> eviscerated at the rim. The block, the fast break the other way. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Christian Roberts Mortgage. If you're going to work with an expert for your next home loan, you need to connect with the most preferred lender in Utah, Christian Roberts Mortgage. They specialize in jumbo loans. All right, there was John Morant going to the rim, getting blocked by Rudy Gobert. Highlight of the game. Certainly a nominee, if not the pick. PK, there were several plays that weren't as glamorous that made me think of you because you are coaching this team from afar like some kind of puppeteer pulling the strings. What'd you got? The two-point shots. You spoke of them briefly in the last segment. Jordan Clarkson, easy to look in the box score and see his one for six. He's now one for 14 for the series. But three for five on two-pointers and seven of seven at the free throw line to get his 16 points. Um, a little jaw Morantish, again, a guy athletic enough to get by and get into the paint, but a guy who reads all the angles, sees all the space, and rarely misses a beat when you give him a mistake and give him when you make a mistake and you give him a little daylight. Well, yeah, they usually find a way to use it. And uh, Jordan is super crafty that way. Yes, yes, but both guys not short on athleticism. You know, the crafty left-hander, the old vet. Demetrius has more of it, but yes. And then also Bogdanovich, one for five from three, but six of eight on the two-pointers and three of four at the free throw line to get his 18 points. And those are two of the seven guys who got into double figures, and they did it by, I mean, you expect Favors and Gobert to give him stuff inside, and they did, but I thought the lines on those two guys jumped out, and, and Conley was five of 11 with his array of, he got the layup to start the game, and he's got his floater too, so. A lot of two-pointers to be had, although the headline is 19 of 39 from three. They're well, back, baby. Well, that's the best of both. Which, which is, is why how you get to 141 with... points, yeah. which is an outrageous number. And that's how explosive they are. I mean, they're capable, and this is probably on the high end, but they're capable, particularly in a playoff, but this is what they're capable of doing. And they got to find ways to slow down Memphis a little bit better. Uh, that third quarter was something that I don't think I've ever witnessed. Uh, against this Jazz current group of team guys on this team to just see this basically score at will every single time. But I thought it was awesome, too, though, that you got pushed. And and, you fought back. Yeah, and then you withstood the barrage, which is what it was. Quinn Snyder called it an onslaught, and that's obviously accurate. But there was no dropping of heads and body language and like, oh my gosh, we've got to win this game. And now this lead went from 22 down to two. Oh, this is panic time. Blah, blah. I didn't sense any of that. I sensed that, all right, we're still very, very confident here. And probably because we got our guy back. You know, might have been different if we didn't have our guy. But we got our guy. And the guy is Donovan Mitchell, obviously. And, you know, he eases the pressure in a lot of different ways. And Snyder talked about that with him out on the floor, how much he eases the pressure on everybody. So I really love the way they responded after Memphis, probably offensively, and don't watch many of their games, but the best they've ever played under this group. Because it's a new group that they've got here going forward and just got together in their second year. And and last year was so funky, it, you know. You can understand it didn't 
produce what it's producing this year. They're growing as a team, and it's probably the best they've ever played during a, a, a stretch of time offensively. But the Jazz withstood it and answered back, and that's what I like. I like that they were tested. It just didn't come easy. It came with an effort that you had to put forth to get where you were. And I think that bodes well going into Saturday night. Well, when you go to clutchiness, which you've referenced on Donovan a couple times, you know, in the toughest moments, you expect your best players, your all-stars, the guys getting the max money to come up big and to come up big on the offensive end of the floor. Not to underestimate the defense, but NBA players, when they get in a zone, they get in that borderline unstoppable realm. So you got to be able to score because it's hard to lock another team up for three, five, ten possessions in a row. You got to be able to score. And in the start of the fourth quarter, everybody's nervous. It's a six point game. And Gobert gets a dunk, and Gobert gets another dunk. And Mitchell gets a three-point play, and it's a 7-0 run, and the All-Stars are finishing, and the league goes back to 13. And having watched the 20-point league go away, I don't think everybody relaxed, but I think in the back of a lot of people's minds, and certainly in mine and probably yours, it's the Jazz have playoff experience, and Memphis doesn't. Now, this argument may be flipped on its head in a subsequent round, assuming the Jazz get there, but right now... Those moments are new to a lot of Memphis players. And there are bigger moments to come for the Jazz, but these moments aren't new to the Jazz. This series actually feels a lot like that Denver series in the bubble. Certainly it was in the bubble, so there's a lot of differences too. But high-scoring affairs, guys just catching fire and being unstoppable. Jamal Murray did it. Donovan Mitchell did it. High-scoring games. I, I thought this kind of resonated. The Jazz... Been there, done that. They know about it. Memphis didn't. And I think maybe we saw a little bit of that in the fourth quarter. Also, it's just a traditional, hey, one team had a run, and you can't sustain this. I mean, they scored on every possession for eight minutes. You know, you're not going to score on every possession for 24 minutes. They were on pace. There was a Quinn called a timeout, like 8.45 or something left. And so they had 15 points in three minutes. That's a six, Who has a 60-point quarter? That's the pace they're on. And Fox is, I'm it's channel two. Dave Fox is like, well, they got 17 points, dude. I'm like, yeah, but they got the other one right before the timeout here at 8:45. He called you, dude. Yeah, he did. He dropped a dude on me. Okay. And so, probably, maybe, I don't know. For the purpose of the story, sure, he did. And so they had 29 points at the six minute mark. I mean, it kept going. You're like, are they really? Now it ended up being a 43 point quarter, but they had to they had to get a hold of that thing on defense. That was an amazing run, but really unsustainable because teams don't put up 60 point quarters. Wouldn't think so. All right, DJ and PK brought to you in part by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision Spring LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses and save a thousand bucks. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at DavisVisionMD.com or call them today at 801 253 3080. That's Davis Vision. Craig Bowlerjack's coming up in half an hour at 8 30. Joe Ingalls at the top of the nine o'clock show. Stay with us.